beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Indulge with Linz. I'm so excited to have you guys back here. I hope that you're feeling fantastic and you're ready for yet another fruitful conversation. And I'm not writing this one alone. I have a very good friend of mine, Valencia Hendricks, who will be joining us in conversation about food for thought. So when one says food for thought, you generally think about a subject matter which is going to be um, spoken about, which should be taken seriously. And I I really want to keep this one lighthearted because I really just want to, to kind of direct everyone's mind into um thinking you know about how to actually take care of oneself but particularly in this podcast we'll be speaking about the mind how we can take care of our minds maintain a good and healthy mindset you know so yeah with that being said (laughs) not giving off too much let's let's get the conversation started Okay. I'm Valencia. Okay. <laughs> um, so just a brief, yeah? Yeah, just a briefie. Okay, so I am Valencia Hendricks, 22 years old, currently studying library and information science in my fourth and final year. So I'll be a librarian, qualified librarian soon. Um also work for an MPO. Before lockdown, I had a job at the library and now I'm unemployed. So yeah, that's my life. Um, met Lindiwe, Kutatsu, Lindiwe, Gianna. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I love saying your full name. Um, Same. Met you. How did we meet? We met at gym. Yep. Yeah. So that's a little bit of something. Some background into our yeah. love affair. We got this. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like it's definitely safe to begin that what helps and serves a healthy mind is like your mindset and like a healthy worldview. So what would you kind of characterize as a worldview? Like what is a worldview? Like literally the name itself kind of gives a definition. Yeah. Everyone's I think everyone's world is different it depends on like how much like you expose yourself to so like for me like my friends my family social media is like huge influence and like even varsity was a huge influence and just like studying and like all those pressures so like a worldview for me is just like everything that you allow into your like field your energetic field in terms of what affects your mind and like it's different for everyone but for me like also it's like important to have not everyone has that but like I have a very solid family and like friend group so like that kind of keeps me in check and when I don't have my friends and family and it's just like me by myself like even today I'm alone so it's like that's when I lose my shit but you know (laughs) yeah yeah I feel you um I did ethics like in my undergrad and this is like a big topic like for this one specific module like like what's your worldview like what influences um the way that you see the world like basically like 
becoming and who you are like those different influences that could be like institutional um you know like from varsity as you've said or um like as you said like we all grow up in a very different way like let's say if I didn't have parents and I was an orphan like my worldview would definitely be different Mm -hmm. compared to how I see the world because I have parents who have literally like guided me to say that like listen you have to have manners you have to be respectful you have to be able to be you know what I mean so setting a healthy worldview is knowing that um, there's certain things that you kind of have to instill within yourself Um, not necessarily to be normal but like to actually do life you know what I mean I think like your family and like religion or whatever spiritual path you have is like your foundation for like who you are and like what you're gonna accept because they kind of you know lead the back and like they set the norms and the standards for like life so as much as like you're an individual you really are shaped by your family like your immediate family especially whoever you're living with exactly whoever you're closest to um and this is where that saying um What's that saying that people that people always say? Um, they say that you are because of other people. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like basically the notion of Ubuntu. You know yeah. what I mean? But there also there's um, a saying. Has, sorry, there's a saying like um, <laughs> the five people like closest to you is kind of a reflection of who you are. Mm, yeah, that's true. I was gonna, I was gonna say that it takes a village to to basically raise a kid, and and that's true, dude. Yeah, like it takes a whole community to shape you in beca- into becoming the person that you are. Yeah, which could also be a, okay. a, like it has pros and cons because like even if I look at like my family, like the kids in my family, like um, say for example, you know, Wendy and Wesley, so like they ra- raise their kid in a certain way where that is like there's no other way but that way but then you have family influences where they're like oh no you know this is like just you can do it in the stall cheese i don't know if you understand what stall cheese is like you can do it <laughs> quiet like when you yell or you know what i mean like no like you challenge your parents when you know what i mean so like yeah the, the village can also f- you up that's true like i i'm literally thinking of an example when I was a kid, right, like, growing up with my aunt, like, sugar was not a thing, dude, like, in our household, like, sugar was not a, not a thing at all, and I'm a kid, dude, and, like, you <laughs> see other kids, like, having sugar, and you're, like, whoa, that must be lit, dude, yeah. but, like, I would truly, like, possibly, like, once a month, like, a slab of chocolate, yeah. or, like, when I'm at my aunt's house, she would, like, literally give me, like, loads of sugar, <laughs> and it's something that I'm not used to, yeah. you know, so, yeah, I kind of get what you mean. So I guess I'd ask you, um, what influences have you taken from society at large, like in becoming Valencia Hendrix? Like maybe just two, I'd say. Shoo, where do you even start with that? So like what shape <laughs> you say? I think like I always, everyone that like knows me, that's like close, like knows my family is literally like everything, like I flip and like would choose them any day. Like I love them so much and they've shaped me so much. Like even just like the way my auntie like speaks to me about certain things. It's like, 
if you're not happy with something, like even like when I was younger and like I was insecure about like going to the beach and wearing like a two piece, she was like, fuck it. Like, no, like no one cares. You think people care. No one cares. And she's like, and if you're not happy with your body, then change your body. You have the power to change your body. You know, like so simple mm. things like that. Like I've mm. always just had like really supportive. Sorry. I was saying positive reinforcement. Yeah, like super positive. Like my parents were never like too hard on me, which other people were like, yeah, I'm glad that their parents were hard on them because they shaped them to this person. But like my parents were never like too hard on me. So like, yeah, like there's a balance between like being like firm and then like letting you just be your own person. So I think I'm just grateful that like I got to choose you know, like I didn't have this strong grip on me. Um, and yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish they weren't as like um, open to me doing whatever. Cause I like, I was always, I've always been very free. I was the, the type that would tell them, like, I'm telling you, I'm not asking you type of business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like freedom, obviously it comes with responsibility, but I think I'm doing pretty well. Like you all, we're all going to make mistakes in life, but my family's just really like accepting and open and loving. So that's awesome. That kind of shaped me. And then also I think like when I started varsity, I, um, was it my first year? I think my first year I was like going through, or my second year I was going through like the most in terms of like, um, relationship shiters. So it kind of like, got me to like my <laughs> deepest <laughs> like the you know who I'm talking about like my deepest yep. like, darkest um like dark, in terms dark, of, dark life. yeah like yep. in terms of like yeah you know, like you need to find yourself because you can't just keep being this lost person you know what I mean like you have to stand for something so I kind of like will give it to I don't know if anyone would know um but Leora Lee Alexander She's this girl on YouTube and she's like a like law of attraction, self-help type of person. She literally rewired my brain, I swear. And then also I will 100%, I'm, a, I'm becoming a librarian. So I will give it up to books because they also open your mind and really like, yeah, comfort you. So yeah, knowledge God. is power. Like knowledge is everything like inside. Even like last night I was watching this video on whatever problem I'm having right now I haven't even told you about the problem you keep asking me what's happening why is your mind whatever so I was watching a video on whatever this problem I have is and then it's like insight is everything like if you know this thing then don't react like you don't know you know what I mean Mm. so use your knowledge to act like accordingly and also like a saying like that I always keep in mind is like I'm not guilty i'm not gonna say guilty but like i fall into this trap where they say um high emotions low intelligence so like you need to be able to balance your emotions and intelligence and like respond like you can't just be all emotion and there's no intelligence and you can't just be like so hard and there's just intelligence and no emotion you're not a robot true like it's it's definitely important to balance it out dude yeah, yeah. okay um, the question <laughs> No, like definitely, dude. <laughs> like, there's no right or wrong answer. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, like we keep it flowing, baby boo. Um, so yeah, like I feel like there's like definitely a lot of things like which are negative that we've learned from society, yeah. and that we were like, this is not serving my higher consciousness. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, 
you know, let me let me tell you a funny story. So I go to a church, right, that is very inclusive. Like anybody is welcome, dude. Like whether you're purple, green, whether you you are like I don't know, like whether you're I don't I don't even know. Like it doesn't like, matter, so, you just everyone's all exactly yeah. it's like you can genuinely come to serve the Lord, you know what I mean? So I I was quite intrigued by the fact that it was like such an open church compared to the one that I was like raised into and my mom kind of had like some concerns because she was like oh no like she's gonna be like observing things that I've never taught mm. her or like, she's gonna have to kind of deal with a lot that she won't necessarily be there to kind of like help me with and I actually met like one of the friends that I made there um is Newa and Newa is um Nell was lesbian right so when my mom found out she was like what the girl used to video call all the time from Joburg yes yeah and my mom was like what like for real for real and like she like she kind of made me feel bad for doing so and I was like but there's nothing wrong like there's genuinely nothing wrong like mm-hmm. I feel like my mom was in a in a place where she thought that like oh no maybe this person could influence me to possibly mm-hmm. be like her you yeah. know but I was like it's not even about that dude you know what I mean so I feel like I definitely learned how to be more accepting and to kind of just learn to love anybody you know whether yeah. they are like lesbian or homosexual like it genuinely does not matter like love is love and from the onset of that like that's genuinely like the point where I was like you know what like queer bodies I'm here I started going to pride like I was doing the most and it taught me to teach my mom you know to to be more like accepting to be more loving and then they literally met one like at my my sister's birthday and my mom was like oh no like and I was such a chill person like we love her you know and I was like dude like what were you afraid of I think yeah, the, pe- the, the reason why you think that they just like an alien exactly but I feel like the reason why people are so rejecting is because they don't have knowledge like they, yeah. they don't know how to accommodate other people because they don't have the knowledge to do so so like yeah that's just like one of the things that I learned from my life that you you kind of just have to like navigate your own way through life to kind of be I don't know to be graceful and to be gracious and to be loving you know because this world literally like tells you that you have to think this way like you can't accepting of this or this is wrong and nothing is really wrong unless you actually understand it Mm. like one wait just hold on let me just gather my thought um you can edit, yeah. <laughs> what did I want to say? Okay, anyway, continue. It will come back to me. Yeah, but, like, basically the, the question remains the same to you, that, like, what negative things have you learned that were not serving your higher consciousness? Um, one thing that, like, I will say, which is, like, for me is proper deep and, like, I still, like, battle with today is, like, with like people that love you or like your loved ones or your family, like those are the people that will hurt you the most and not intentionally, mm. not because they don't love you, but because they know you and because, you know, they're just comfortable and they know everything about you. So in moments of anger, they often say things. And I think like 
for like my healing and whatever journey I'm on or being on, like that was the biggest thing, like hearing things. Um, also repetition is one thing. So say for example, someone says, or the actions say something repetitive and you feel like a certain, it makes you feel a certain way. You start believing that that's real. And I was actually listening to a podcast yesterday and it's like your feelings, like, you feel that way that doesn't mean it is you know what I mean like I don't even know how to put this into like perspective but you know what I mean just because you feel depressed doesn't mean you are depressed just because you mm. like someone constantly tells you like oh you're stupid doesn't mean you're stupid you know what I mean mm. like we mm-hmm. people implant these things like in terms of like the negative negative things like if someone continuously tells you that like you're ugly and you're fat and you're not worthy and you you know what I mean whatever the negative things people might say to you, like, you know, it's not true, but the fact that they constantly say it is like, it makes you doubt yourself and it makes you insecure. And it like, if someone even like utters something similar to that, then you start like, you know, going into your shell. This is actually one of the things that I've learned from you. Um, because you know that there was like a specific person in my life, which is basically a family member. And they would always trigger me. Like they would mm-hmm. trigger my insecurities. And you literally said to me that like, Linz, you need to stop taking things personally. Yeah. Like the reason why that person is saying that is because it's coming from their place of hurt, mm-hmm. you know, and it might trigger you, but you shouldn't give it power because the moment you give it power is the moment that you allow it to consume you, to take you to the very same place that they are in, mm. you know? So, exactly, exactly. So I feel as if that's definitely like one of the things that I've learned to kind of like push away. Cause like, honestly, I was so insecure in high school. Like I was probably like one of the most insecure girls because I literally took what people said to me and like I literally held on to that like I genuinely didn't know how to let go because I'm a person that naturally overthinks every single mm-hmm. thing until I'm like okay like I'm exhausted like you literally get so exhausted you know and I'm like you know what it's exhausting me I have mm-hmm. to let it go and now that I'm grown like it's so easy just to be like okay you said this cool I'm but just like, gonna move on I will say, say like one thing is it's not as easy as easy done as like said because like True. you can know that it's not real but like if you're not conscious and not like willing to like in that moment tackle that that issue at hand like at like then it will prevail like say for example like there's this technique when you're feeling some type of way like you can you have to literally release it you have to tell yourself you have to affirm it that like whatever this person is saying is not about me. Like you have to say it, like tell yourself, like don't take this personally. This is, you know, literally is a reflection of that person. This is not a reflection of me. You have to affirm those things. Like there's so many techniques. And even if you feel a certain way, like the other day I was, I couldn't like process my own emotions in terms of feeling sad. And then I just started writing and I wouldn't have thought those things. Like I wouldn't, my mind would not naturally just you know get there but I wrote I just started writing and I know it's difficult for some people but you just have to start writing and your mind will literally just fart on a page (laughs) and you like you literally like release you have to release those things like you have to say I release this feeling 
that does not serve me. You know what I mean? And I give this to God or I give this to the universe or any higher power. I hand this over to something bigger than me because I, I can't handle this by myself. You know what I mean? Mm. Perfect. That was perfect. Perfectly said. (laughs) So let's move on. Yeah. Um Right. Like so many times people like crying is like, you know, a sign of weakness. And like, literally I follow this other girl and she says that crying is literally like a superpower. Like not everyone allows themselves to express themselves to the point where they can, you know, because also crying is a cleansing. You literally, tears are coming. You're washing your eyes out. You know, it's like your eyes are literally how you see the world. So like you're getting to see things differently. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm literally just having like epiphany because I'm like, I said at the beginning of this podcast that talking about these things and my mind is probably going to like shift my mood and like my perspective on like why my mind is feeling like a wonky do. And I'm already feeling like relieved and like lighter. So yeah, <laughs> I'm so flippin' that's, emotional today. That's beautiful though. Like if you need to cry, girl, like, cry and it's a form of healing and that's exactly what we're going to be speaking about right now yeah. um healing you know and not like healing from just the past things that have happened in your life but like the present things that have also happened you know and it takes a whole lot of internal work you know 100 percent. it's so much harder to like heal like it's easy like it's hard but it's easy to just like stagnate and like not deal with your shit it's so hard like actually tackling your issues you know what i mean I feel like what people kind of don't get is that it's a process. They think that like it's something that you can it's just a do. Off. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and like all my shit is gonna be in order. Like I'm gonna be healed tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> if it was if it was that easy, it wouldn't be worth it. So <laughs> Dude, thank God for the pain. Uh, there's a song from you know Mareba, right? Mm, I don't know. Mareba, she sings Sandstorm. Um, you don't know that song? Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Mareba is signed to J. Cole's um, label. And she has this song. I don't know if it's in the song, um, Sandstorm, or if it's in the, the, the visual, um, the, the, the album visual um, film. But yeah. there's this thing that she says where she says that the only way out is through. Mm. Like, literally, mm-hmm. like. The only way that you can get over your shit is if you go through your shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Inner work. Exactly. And like it's genuinely so important to heal, dude. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really important to heal. Yeah. But like often yeah. we get so comfortable just like being in pain and like uncomfortable and unhappy that we just like settle into that. But like once you like get to the point where you're like, I can't do this anymore. Then you start working on your things, huh? Yeah. Um, I feel like it, it's definitely something that has made me a better person. The fact that I've healed from so much trauma. Yeah. Um, I, I literally come from a place where I had so much resentment for my dad. And the only way for us to have like this amazing relationship that we have right now is because like, I just had to like accept him for who he is and just like heal from the trauma yeah. that I've been through. But know? it's also like it's also like accepting or like that like 
that pain and like unpleasant feelings and resentment like it doesn't serve you like you don't feel good like you want to feel good when you're around people you don't want to be like oh you know like you did this and like I'm upset about this for like 10 years you know what I mean like how does that serve you it's like what's that saying they say it's like being angry at someone is like holding on to like a, like a hot stone that you want to throw at them but you're holding on to it so like you essentially getting hurt and not that person exactly yeah. like exactly and it it literally like took so long hey like it took so long and it drained a whole lot of energy that like every single time I was around him I was just like angry and I was upset you know and the, the the thing is that you are feeling all of this energy and that person is literally like chilled like they're yeah. literally super chilled but like you're the one that's consuming so much of your energy <laughs> you um, know what like that's it's so sorry to break your word every time like it's so funny because even like my feelings this morning on of whatever you know I was feeling like I was feeling that way to like a certain person not to a certain person but about a certain person like the way whatever interaction or situation and that person is oblivious like they happy they fine and you are like <gasps> dying inside, you know? <laughs> they don't they like they know nothing and you just like ah <sighs> exactly like healing is, is definitely important because it makes you a happier person it really does not just happy but healthier because like you like if you're holding on to all those things it causes stress in your body you know you can literally get sick like they say when you're under stress you have all these negative thoughts you're literally like asking for illnesses and like just you know Mm. no that's like that's like 100 true because there's this other incident i was in cape town right and i was pissed dude like I was not just pissed for a day, but I was pissed for like a week, dude. And it was winter and it was raining. And I was like, I'm not about to catch a flu. I was so sure that I wasn't going to get a flu. But because that week, like, I was like, I was so pissed. Like, I literally got so sick. Mm. Your energy is low. So you just catch any low vibe. Any also. Exactly. So, like, it definitely makes you healthier when you heal. Um, And... I know that you know of some foods that actually help you open up to like repressed um, memories, like for you to actually like allow yourself to to heal, right? Mm. Um, oh, you know, I didn't do my proper research, but I know there's this um, mushroom tea. Let me just get the name for you. But in the meanwhile, I had a thought and I was literally just like, you know, when you're in like a bad mood, like everyone knows this, everyone is like experience this week not even just a bad mood when you're like upset with someone or like things are going wrong and you feed into that energy things just get worse true it's like honestly like this morning i was feeling bad and then just more bad things started making me just more things started making me feel bad and then i'm like it's the weather it's the that and then you <laughs> knock you in the toe and then you're like life is just fucking awful you know what I mean? it's like this moment like when everything is just going to shit and you're like oh my god what else could go wrong and yeah. everything else just starts happening and you're like fuck <laughs> Yeah, but that's also the point where you just need to be like, yo, you need to calm down because if you continue on this wavelength, then um, you will just be miserable for the rest of the day. True. That is 100% true. Well, contributing to the foods that kind of open up your mind, um, I was watching um, this docuseries on Netflix 
called group, right? So it's from Gwyneth Paltrow. And I think, I'm not too sure if it's the first or the second episode, but they literally do like this mini experiment um, and they go out to Thailand where there's these, I think it's a couple, not too sure, but there's this woman and she kind of does this mushroom um, healing kind of vibe thing. Mm. So the people the shaman. Exactly. So the people that work for for Goop kind of like went through the experiment. They had like I don't know four grams of shrooms. Oh, wait, sorry, but what what isn't it called like ayahuasca or something like that? Is it? Is not that ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Is something they, they do it in, they, they do it in ayahuasca. I think that's where they like traditionally do it. But let me. Yeah. What's it called? Okay. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> so, so they literally like take mushrooms, right? In like um boiling water kind of like a mushroom tea like as you're saying and like an hour in like people are literally like crying bruh. like tears yeah they we like they, they're weeping bruh and i was like what the hell is going on like why are people yeah. crying and i was like dude like it literally just opened them up to like past traumas that they didn't know mm. that they had to resolve mm. and yep. Yep. I know like a lot of people take psychedelics like at parties and shit like that, but it's actually like a good way to kind of use for healing as well. Um, like yeah. I've heard from a friend of mine that acid is a good way to kind of like get deep into your mind and kind of feel mm. the shit that you've gone through. I think acid is basically um, like mushrooms, but on like steroids. <laughs> I've like yes. I've honestly like taken I don't know if I told you but I took a, I've taken a lot of mushrooms this year like beginning of lockdown I was we were doing mushrooms like every week mm-hmm. so like it definitely it's all about intention so you kind of have to do it with the intention of like healing and opening your mind and I honestly like I don't know I, you just made triggered me I'm like yo I want to get fucking four grams of mushrooms and just heal myself <laughs> this weekend like that might just be a plan I think I'm gonna hit them up because we're supposed to go hiking so I'm gonna be like yo I think we should do mushrooms this weekend but anyway um I always get into like this weird space where I want to be alone when I'm on mushrooms and I kind of just like I think that's when I'm also like my happiest so I kind of just want to be alone I always feel these intense like feelings of like emotions negative emotions coming up so that you can release it but I've never had the experience where it like bang like bang on like I am a new person you know so I'm yet to experience that but I've heard a lot about like people doing mushrooms to like heal and expand the consciousness like people microdose like you have normal everyday people that like will have some mushrooms in the tea i've had mushroom tea a few times or like they put mushrooms in like a smoothie a shake for breakfast so yeah yeah i I also know a friend of mine who who microdoses on mushrooms she she actually studied permaculture so she's definitely like one with the soil and she she's she's like one person who's definitely comfortable in her vulnerability and I genuinely love that about her like she doesn't even hide it dude and I wish that like I wish to a certain extent I was that way you know because sometimes like just closing yourself up isn't necessarily good for you um it's kind of just good to kind of like just express yourself to people and kind of like wear your heart on your sleeve sometimes so I wish that's something that I could do easily I feel like I 
I think that's the thing. Like sometimes you have a perception of yourself and someone else might not have the same perception, but I feel like I'm a fairly open person. I'm the type of person that like when I'm going through things, maybe not this morning situation because I'm still dealing with it. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep bringing it up because you were like, we were like, tell me, tell me, tell me so we can deal with this. But I'm like, I generally like when I have an issue, like I like to call on a friend, you know, like, yeah, like I can deal with my shit on my own, but I also, it's nice to have a like someone else's perspective because they know you and like they can like help you you know what I mean like I don't know I think it was like Kanye or someone he said like you don't need a therapist you just need family and friends true it was Kanye that did that in a tweet yeah and I and I always think about that and I'm and I love that and I'm like there's so often where I'm like oh I have so much shit going on I'm like should I see a therapist but then it's like no like literally just speak to the people that know you and love you and not going to give you honest like responses Amongst that all, you need to speak to someone that you trust because you could speak to someone that knows you, but then there's like no trust at all. Like you don't know what that person's mm-hmm. gonna do with that information. They could use it to manipulate yeah. you. Yeah. No, but I genuinely feel like I don't like you, for example, or like a few of my girlfriends. Like I know, like who to speak to. Like I also in my mind, it might be like naive, but I'm like everyone in my life is here for a reason and they are they will not like set the intention that like the people that are in my life love benefit and support me and they have my best interests at heart like I don't ever feel like you've ever betrayed me or like had bad intentions so like those are the type of people that I want and attract in my life my circle is fairly small Mm. like in terms of like socializing and being out there like it's big but when it comes to like who am I gonna call when I'm you know like in a pickle you know what I mean (laughs) like we've been speaking like if I'm speaking to you on a regular basis like on a weekly basis or every two weeks then you know you're a real one you know if I'm cat if I'm hitting you up once a month then maybe the connection is not that deep but it's fine you can't have a deep connection with everyone some people just need to be like your good times you know true this is very true so The mind is such a beautiful thing because it literally operates like a sponge you know like put it into some water and it absorbs as much as it can but in this instance I don't want us to overindulge, and I'm going to stop this episode right here um, you could definitely catch the second part of this episode soon and I really do hope that you enjoyed being in conversation with us as we talk about the mind and how we can maintain a healthy mindset and how healing is very important for us to 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 become our our best selves and with that being said i really do hope that you have a great week and i can't wait till we indulge again